0: Okay. Okay. Hello everyone. My name is Inquetta Wilkes and I'm your host of this podcast, Since It's Just Not God's Best For You, How to Get Unstuck and Move Past Your Fears with our Special Guest, Anisha Fair. Oh, Anisha Davis. Oh, let me do that again. Hello, everyone. My name is Sinquetta Wilkes, and I'm your host of this podcast. Says it's just not God's best for you. How to get unstuck and move past your fears with our special guest Anisha Davis. So I just want to tell you guys a little bit about Anisha. So she's an author, and she wrote the book Baby Tiny Steps, and this is a children's book that a children's book about babies learning to walk. She is also a singer, and she's also working on releasing her second book. Anisha is a Christian and she uses her platform to talk about mental health awareness and her struggles with anxiety disorder. And this is why we decided to bring Anisha Davis on our podcast today as we interview her and she shares with her, as uh, she shares with us ways to move past your fears and to thrive, especially now in this coronavirus pandemic time that we find ourselves in so ladies and gentlemen welcome my guest Anisha Anisha thank you for joining us on this podcast so how are you today
1: I'm doing good
0: I'm doing real good hi everybody that's gonna be listening stay tuned yes we're gonna have a really really good conversation (laughs) And if you're on the East Coast like us, it is nighttime over here. It's 8.21 p.m. So I just want to thank Anisha again for, you know, hopping on with me. (laughs) It's late. (laughs) and You know, most people is probably getting ready for bed and things like that. But as I mentioned in the beginning, talking about the coronavirus and, you know, it's a lot of fear going on in the atmosphere. You know, people are afraid to hug their loved ones hug their this person people are afraid to go out and you know it's cool you know it's, of course we understand it's you know a pandemic people can get sick it's a very serious thing but yeah i feel like a lot of people allow fear to stop them from living their life so in your experience or in your your life or your journey has fear ever stopped you and if so how did you move past your fear
1: um, yes, I can relate way back to when I was in high school and I first was going out for a track and field. It was something that was new to me. I always wanted to do it, but I was just so, so fearful of the crowd, of the adrenaline of everything, and I think how I got through it was um, my talks with my dad, he used to talk to me um, about it before I go out on a track, just to breathe and just to calm down and just not, you know, to pay attention to people around you, just focus on where you're going, focus ahead and not, you know, around you, because you can get distracted when it's a lot going on around you and you already have that adrenaline level. i got to, you know, do this. (laughs) so. I just focus on what's ahead, straight ahead, then look to the left or to the right and just ran the track. That's one, that's one, yeah.
0: (laughs) So tell me more from just listening to what you just said. It sounds like it's important to have somebody that you can talk to in these moments. So are you saying that it's good to have someone to talk to or should you keep it inside and try to deal deal with, you know, fear on your own?
1: No, you physically need somebody to talk to about fear that you go through in life because um, you're not by yourself. Sometimes you feel like you're by yourself. And um, I talk to God and I also talk. I have sisters that I talk to when I feel like um, something is I'm afraid or I, I need that boost of um confidence to get through it so you definitely need somebody to talk to that's very important that's a key factor somebody that you can really talk to that you can trust
0: wow okay trust so having that you can trust Mm -hmm. yeah
1: inner circle you always need that inner circle
0: people that you can confide in in your opinion how can you figure out if it's someone that you can trust like is there certain characteristics we should look out for you know like oh, I want to tell this person, but I'm not sure. What did they use it against me? Like, this time matter? Yeah, that is, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so true. It,
1: you really have, for me, it has to be years. I have to be around you for years. Um, I'm just, I'm a quiet person. So I kind of like study people, mm-hmm. um, watch how they move. How, see how they gossip about other people to me It's one of those things I'm like, I was like I know I'm definitely not gonna say anything to them because the whole world's gonna know you know mm-hmm. so it's basically knowing people uh building that relationship with them for years to me it takes years I think before I could fully really trust somebody <laughs> with you know if, like um anything that's very important in my life mm-hmm. The, like fears or worries i just don't go around telling people everything no more i done that in the past and it didn't work too well <laughs> but i learned
0: i learned from my mistakes tell me about it i think we all did <laughs> yeah Come we up all in been there yeah and then it takes A that one time, time
1: and then you learn <laughs> yeah you definitely learn it takes that one time for them to spill all the beans to the whole world and you're like what <laughs> i trust you yeah huh? But that don't mean that you, you know, because one person does it to you. It don't mean that you should not go around trusting everybody. There's got to be somebody in your life that you can really trust and talk to. Oh,
0: I love that. Yeah. Having one person that you can trust. All right. So I know this um, podcast is going to be about mental awareness. So I like what you said, how you said, you know, your dad told you to basically keep your eyes on the prize and not be distracted. Yes. Um, do you think that you can share with us ways where we can do the same thing in our everyday life? Like if we're working towards a goal, how to not be distracted with, all the things that could be going on around us, and I I feel like fear is one of us. I feel like fear kind of fear, keeps like
1: yeah,
0: in your whole stuck. So. <laughs> it really does.
1: Um, with me, I really have to write down um things that I want to do that's gonna keep me uh, focused. If it's not written down, I'm not paying it no mind, no attention. So, um, because there's so many interruptions in life that can interfere with your goals and your dreams. Um, you could be find yourself doing other people's stuff if you don't write your vision down, your purpose down. Um, planning is important. That's one of the key things that can keep you focused on it. Even in this pandemic, it was hard for me to um, to really sit down and plan out um, where I see myself in the next few months. You know, whether it's just going to school or, you know, switching jobs or I really had to sit down and write down and focus like, OK, it's a pandemic. Um, everybody's in a panic. But um we gotta realize that we gotta keep going despite what's going on, we gotta keep going. We can't just stop and just live in fear, we really have to go after our dreams with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I say sitting down, really writing down out your dreams, um your goals, where you see yourself, that's
0: important. That will keep you focused. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and speaking yep. of writing, you're an author. So yes, was there, right there Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So guys, just in case you didn't hear me in the beginning, if you're just tuning in, Anisha is the author of Baby Tiny Steps. And you have the book, don't you? Yes, I do. Oh, I yep. have my book so, here. There I it is. It. My first.
1: This is the first copy. The first printed Alta Press copy.
0: Oh wow.
1: <laughs> yes. Look at and that! You can purchase yes, and you can purchase this book on Barnes and Noble, Amazon, all the uh, all the book sites. Mm-hmm. You can purchase it. Yeah, wherever there's some books at all the book platforms, you
0: Die. can find it. <laughs> get her book. Get her book. Baby. Yes, get yes. this book. <laughs> so, when you were writing your book, was there many fears or distractions that you had to overcome? And also, I know you mentioned about writing things down to get things done. Did you have to like write out like i'm gonna write my book by this date and this day and you know actually did it or was it just something inside of you that you was like i'm gonna do this and i don't really need to write it down with me
1: i'm always journaling i'm always writing when i get ideas a book or something i write it down automatically mm-hmm. when i get that vision i, I want to keep it so i'm always either putting in my phone or physically writing on you know, my notebook so when I got this vision, um, when I watched my niece take her steps or her struggling to take her steps, I was like, yo, this would be a cool book to write. So um, I automatically go to my tablet and started writing the title. I start there with the title, then from there, I um, brainstorm off what what's this book gonna be about. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's how I started with my, right. That's how, that's my writing process. It either it's a song or book. If I get um, something in my head, I idea, or um, I'm a visual, so I get a visual in my head, I write it down quickly. Mm-hmm. And then I go back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no! It could be go. years later. With this book, it what people don't know, I've been writing this book for like three years before it actually came out. It took a while. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen overnight. I had to put it on a back burner because I had, you know, real life stuff going on. Because when you do a book, you actually invest in yourself, so it it, it takes time, money,
0: and all of that. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. People think like you said, you just come out with the book. Here it is, but no, it was like in the making. So in the making. Speaking of which, it kind of goes back to your point that you writing it down, you having a title in mind, that's what kind of gave it life from the beginning. And I wonder if you hadn't wrote it down would you had like even went for it. you know what i mean but i feel like once you i would have down about it there you go so back to your point so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen write these things down that you want to do because write it's your dreams like, down yeah when it's paper to pen well pen to paper that's when it like becomes real and it it takes on life in my opinion it really does and it makes it me does. think of the scripture um write Habakkuk the vision and make it two. print. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yes, Rebecca chapter two. Write your visions, make that thing plain. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what ah. I did. I write my visions. All my visions are written, written. And um, they may not come to pass right away, but mm-hmm. it will just believe it, have faith, keep praying about that thing. It'll come to pass.
0: Absolutely. I and actually
1: that. putting that faith in that faith in that work in there, that faith <laughs> is work. It's not just believing. you actually, I'm going to go look for this publisher because I have this, you know, written out vision going, putting that face in there and doing that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I feel like I like what you said. Like, even though life happened, it was, oh, no. I like what you said when you was like, people think that you just come out with a book, but it was an investment in yourself. So it was an investment. Realize, you know? Mm -hmm. and then they want to know oh
1: well how much does your book cost well it depends on what kind of book you have and I'm I'm not the person to give out people prices especially Mm -hmm. if I'm working with a publishing company I always send them to the publishing company they'll work a deal with you just by me referring you to them um um if they work a deal will be I'm not going to tell you everything and ins and outs you know (laughs) I mean I'm gonna tell you it's going to be pricey publishing the book is pricey
0: yes it's not cheap ladies and gentlemen and it's definitely not and I feel like it takes a lot out of you too like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, you're putting all your hard work sweating tears into that thing so I
1: definitely. know but when it when when it's delivered like a baby this is my baby yeah. <laughs> when it was delivered I was just so like excited like a cop, I felt accomplished
0: yes I really felt
1: accomplished and so with the things in my life I just like Um, even though I can't like, like my degree and all that stuff, I'm like, I'm going to get it. It's taking time, but I'm going to want to feel accomplished once I get it.
0: And then then it's almost like it's the process in itself of getting something that like changes you and become, it makes you become a stronger person. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. kind of like worth the journey, you know? now that you wrote your book, I know. Like for me, I felt like now I'm like, oh, I can write another book. You know what I mean? Like it's not that <laughs> scary anymore, and I don't it's feel as scary. overwhelmed. You know? Yeah. I once you go through,
1: the, yeah. Once you go through the process, it may be scary the first time, but once you go through that process, you're like, oh then the next book become easier for me it was easier like my second book is finished it just has to be you know um finalized with everything Mm -hmm. with the cost and all that stuff second stuff (laughs) then that book will be coming now
0: all the authors
1: know what I'm talking about
0: (laughs) right yeah we do so do you know when your second one is um do you have a release date that you want to share or is it still in the works it's it's finished right I'm just
1: with me, it's more on the financial side, so I will say next, sometime next year. Oh. I wanted to get out this year, but it looks like it's going to be coming out next year. Right.
0: Like you said, you done already wrote it, so it's already there. It's
1: already wrote it, yeah. It's already, already in my publisher's hand, mm-hmm. and uh, my publishers and my illustrator, I work with the same people. Let me give them a shout out oh, yeah, real <laughs> quick. Um, Jazzy Kitty Publications. Anelda and uh my illustration was by Isaac Brown. He works with Anelda too, so they worked together as a team and it was wonderful. They worked real with me.
0: Awesome. See, okay. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I feel like we can tie this into fear as well. So would you agree that another way to overcome fear is actually doing the work? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, it's actually
1: doing it. It's actually doing it. I was when
0: I got done with Okay, when I found my publisher,
1: she made me feel so comfortable. Her prices was comfortable for me. Um, But when we went to look at, like, uh, illustrators, because she had different illustrators, the prices was like, I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I started saying, maybe now I need to do this book. But then we found somebody that kept believing that his name was Isaac. I said, oh, that's the one, Isaac. Oh, yeah. And Isaac worked with me, like... I just got, you know, I just had to build my faith back up in this process. Like I really had to have strong faith. Like, nah, I gotta. I already written this book. It's gonna be published. You know, you really have to see that vision. Like you gotta see it. Like almost like it's in your face type of vision. Like, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's that's how strong your faith gotta be in things. Like, no matter what situation, you gotta see it. Like. Because there's so many there's things around us that can like distract our vision and our goals. You really gotta like write that thing down and see it and do it, like, yeah. for real. I'm,
0: I know this is an interview, but I'm about <laughs> to take some notes because you know say, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, preaching good. So <laughs>
1: I'm not a <laughs> preacher, but I really want people to see that faith, like in whatever you're working on in your life that you want to see yourself at that next level, just write it down and go after it real, go really hard. And that's, I'm still doing that. Other stuff I want to accomplish in my life. I'm going to go hard. Cause there's so many barriers there's so much fear. Like I didn't grow up the wealthiest family. So I have so many things to break in life, you know? So I, I feel like I'm pushing against so many things, just trying to push, push, and I get I'm about to talk I'm about the crowd, but I'm not, but it just it's so sensitive to me because I really wanted that breakage to happen. Mm-hmm. I really do for my I whole family.
0: You, you sound yeah. like me. Uh I remember yeah. I was thinking about um I have a mentor, Marla Blunt Carter. Like she'll probably watch this too. So I'm like, <laughs> let me shout her out. But um we were she's working on her book, and um I did an interview with her and she asked me, like, one of the questions was, like, what do you think your purpose is, or what do you want your legacy to be? It was, like, something like that, and I literally didn't even think. I just said to break generational curses, and I don't even know where that came from, but I'm just, like, yes, because I know what you mean, like, to keep pushing and pushing, like, in a way, it's, like, we have to go scared. Like, even if we are scared, even, even if we don't know, it's like, whatever. We cannot allow that to stop us because we have, like you said, like, people depending on us. Or we're trying to break the way free for them to come through, you know? So, it's like, if mm-hmm. I got to go by myself, I will. If nobody supports me, oh, well, I'm still going. You know what I mean? Like, if I don't have the money, I'll get it. You know, it's just like, I can't even make excuses. Yeah. So I just have to keep on going. And like you said, have strong faith. Like, visualize it. Write my write mm-hmm. the vision down and act and take yeah. action to just just do it. You may not know all the steps. You may not have the plan all figured out, but God does. Like He got you back. God like, does. He's the one that probably put the not probably. He he put the vision in you. So like if you want this, it's yours. You know what I mean? Because it didn't come out of nowhere. So I just feel like if there's something anybody out there that you really want to do, I hope like as you listen to us talk. It's encouraging you to do too because we were probably in the same situation as you. We didn't know how to publish our books. We didn't know what we wanted to do, but we just had like a vision, and we was like, you know what, a vision, I'll, we'll figure it out. We do <laughs> right. So yes, all right, that <laughs> that was really good. Anything else you want to add? Um, that's it. Okay, <laughs> I'll just go after y'all dreams. <laughs> go after them i agree all right so this is another question i have for you okay because of your book you know you talk about um a baby taking baby steps so um if you could go back in time and become Mm -hmm. a baby (laughs) what piece of advice would you implant into your mind that will help you tackle fear in the future if i was a baby Mm -hmm.
1: I will take the crawl before I walk. Okay. <laughs> so definitely take those crawls before I start taking those steps. That's important. Mm-hmm. Every process is important. Don't you, uh, Some people want to jump on Maggie to the next level. I think it's good to experience the process. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, for instance, some people are born with wealth and some people are not born with wealth. But the ones that work hard for it, they feel much better than in the ones that's given to them because they actually worked for it. So, just enjoy those moments, those those down times, those times where you feel frustrated. Embrace every moment and just you know, crawl before you walk.
0: Oh I and mean, I really liked what you said about like if you didn't grow up in a wealthy family, like you would appreciate it more. And I feel like that's so mm-hmm. true. And I feel like in a way it builds a resilience in you as well. So to me, it's just like if somebody ever came and say hey, I'm going to take this, this, and that away from you. I'm like, okay, whatever, because I already know how it feels to be without this, this, and that. Yeah, I already know what it feels like. So, like, all right, you ain't, take it. I'll get it back again. You know what I mean? So, I feel like versus somebody that always had stuff, they don't know what it feels like uh, to go with that. They, they will go crazy. Yes. <laughs> they will be like, what the world? <laughs> right. Yes. With
1: me, I'll be like, okay, go ahead and take it. I already know how to work to get it back. Definitely mm-hmm. know how to put that work in. <laughs> exactly. Because mm-hmm. I went through the process. I'll go through the process
0: again. Exactly. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I feel like growing up not wealthy actually kind of gives you an advantage to over wealthier people. Because I'm gonna go get mine. You can have pride. You can, you can act like you're too good or something. But
1: I'm not. Like I'm gonna go
0: for mine. You know, sometimes I may be in my head a little bit, but eventually I'll get over it. Because I feel like my goal is more important. You know, what I'm trying to accomplish is more important than my pride or staying stuck or just staying in one place. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, people just don't understand when they don't come where you come from mm-hmm. that you want this and you're gonna work hard for it. You know? Yes. I'm not saying like sell your soul aware people do. I'm saying work hard and get it like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: the get right it. way. Yes, get it. The God way, you know what I mean? Like, the God, yes,
1: God, keep God in there, keep God in there. Because <laughs> a lot of people doing some stuff out here. I'm just like,
0: nope, uh uh-uh. uh, if God's not in it, I'm not in it. There you go. And I feel like you wind up doing more than necessary when God's not in it, you know? Um, if it takes too much sweat, I remember TDJ said something like that if it takes too much sweat, yeah. I don't need it, you know? Um, Cause you know, I feel like it's a scripture that says blessings come when no those trouble or strife. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some things you're gonna have to work for, but you know, God is also a God that gives you sweatless victory. Yeah, Bill Winston can't take it from so, but you know, like <laughs> in God is supposed to be easy too, as well. You know, as long as you keep Him first, and I think for me, it goes back to what I said at first. More so, not really what we want but who we're becoming in the process of getting what we want. Like, yeah. like for being we have humble. In common, us writing our books, like I said before, to me, now it's nothing. Like, if I know I can write a book, I can do a bunch of other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, okay, what else can I do? Because <laughs> right. that's one of the hardest I... things people can try to do. Yeah, go ahead. mm mm-hmm.
1: I think my next thing is to get out of the children authors um, category and into the adult books. That's okay. one of the fears I think I want to accomplish because that is a fear of mine too. But I think I could do it. I know I can. You know, those are more pages, but I know I can write <laughs> those you books. Um, I was not really good in English, but I do have people who can edit. But <laughs> I'm still there, there not, you go. I'm a math. I'm a yes. math person, but. Um, I, I like to write stuff that I write. I never liked it to write what the teachers and stuff give you. I thought that was was so boring.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, amazing. their topics. Yeah. No, no, no. Those, those yeah,
0: their papers. uh
1: uh-uh. Even in college, I'm just like those college papers <laughs> like now they be like so long. If I could write a college paper, I can write a adult book so, you know. Yeah. My adult book, because it'd be more interesting because I wrote it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And I feel like the same way. Some people are the opposite. Some people feel like if you just tell them to write anything, it's hard for them. They they like need a topic. So I, I get what you're saying. Some people are like you that if you give them a topic, they feel too constrained. And the other people feel like if you don't give them a topic, they're like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna write? So I see it from both ends. But yeah. um it did. Mm-hmm. No, it ahead.
1: depends on what topic it is. Like, okay, so with songwriting, songwriting is different. I would want a topic sometimes on songs. I don't know, because that helps me. Like even with the beat being titled, um, that helps me write off that. But um, when it comes to like books and stuff, I need to be free, you know, to create that myself. I don't know, it's just different. Depends on, you know, to each person. It's different.
0: No, that makes total sense. And my follow-up question um, about your book writing process was: um, What fears did you have to overcome, if any, while writing it? Hmm. Hmm. Um. uh, people
1: appreciating it, they're gonna like this book. Is what they gonna say about this book? Um, uh, it not being long enough. Um, is it interesting enough? You know, all those things, all those fears, came into play. But um, I had to realize that I'm my unique creator, and people are gonna accept you or they're not gonna accept you. They're gonna like yourself or they're not gonna like you. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody's everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Very true. And I heard something that yeah. was
0: really good this lady said, she said Oprah said it, um, that, you know, if you're nervous, not to say you were nervous, but if you're nervous about, like, speaking or talking in front of a crowd or something like that, then you're being selfish because you're thinking about yourself and not the other people that you are, you know, you're assigned to to help that, you know, Mm -hmm. are coming to see you or that's coming to read your book or coming to read my book. Like, you have to remember who you're Who your book is for and like that is your motivation to get out your like you said, everybody ain't gonna read it or everybody is not gonna like it, but it's somebody that's gonna be like, Oh my gosh, I love this book, this book changed my life. Like my daughter read this (laughs) book. And I know, you know, it's just it would yes, and had you not wrote it, I feel like that family or those families, you you know, would have been missing a little something. So you know it's not about us it's about like the people that we're writing for
1: writing to yeah us. that's so true um yeah and then i did give um get good feedback from a um, family who children loves that my daughter loves your book i'm like well, wow, really <laughs> it made me so, <laughs> so special <laughs> i was like i was would be like glory to god i try to stay humble and give god his credit and everything you know because god gave me that ability to you know create to be a creator so um it comes to my creator so i give oh that's a god oh that's god amen yes mm-hmm.
0: yes 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 okay um what was the biggest fear you had to overcome in life and what did it teach you now it doesn't have to be your biggest fear but it can be mm-hmm. a fear and like maybe a really good lesson you learned out of that once you like overcome it
1: The biggest fear fear. up here. Because I still have some things I have to overcome. Um, We all
0: do.
1: I would say, like, um, making lots of friends. I mean, I I always, like, I feel like with me, I could be okay with not having friends (laughs) all the time. But just, you know, more interaction with, you know, having a more social life. Cause I'm not, I'm more distant than I am, you know, social. So becoming a social bot- butterfly, what they say. Um,
0: well, let me ask you BS. this. Um, not to cut you off, but you said uh-huh. you have sisters.
1: Are you the oldest yeah. or the youngest? Second, I'm the second oldest. Cause it's four. No, it's not four, it's five, it was my other sister. Um, But it's, I have an older sister, then it's me. Then I have um three younger ones after me.
0: Now, question. I'm I have sisters too and I'm the oldest and I feel like mm-hmm. you like do you think um we're not social butterflies like that because we already have like built-in friends with our sisters and stuff like that? Like
1: that it that could be it. <laughs> all I know is my sisters, all I trust is my sisters. Like I, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally like can tell them anything and it's not going to go past our our little conversation. It stays there and I love that. Mm-hmm. and with friends it's just like they say stuff about you they talk about you behind like, your back. they don't they're not direct to your face mm-hmm. it's just a mess it's uh, a mess and then I feel like now there's so many females putting each other down I'm, I I never put females down I always mm-hmm. you know lift them up like if it's something on you I'm gonna let you know like I'm not gonna talk about you mm-hmm. to so and so it's just it's, it'd be it's with females it's like a lot of mess it's just mm-hmm. like and I don't entertain it, you know. I don't want to entertain it, and I just feel like I don't have to. Exactly.
0: So, mm-hmm. there's no sisterhood, and that's there's what no kind of no have Yeah, yeah. Growing up with sisters, so I grew up with sisters. So all I know is that I don't
1: understand when you're trying to, you know, attack me. I don't, because my sisters don't do that to me. So, yeah, we rarely fought when we was younger. So oh, oh. we not oh, we were so close, because we've been through it so much. It's made us so tight, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: almost like if you're fighting your sister, it's like fighting yourself because it's like you or her, and she you know what I mean? Like so Yeah, or they don't or they don't understand you because
1: you're not you're not so outspoken, you're quiet, and they feel they can like take advantage of you or say whatever, you're not gonna say nothing. And it's just a bunch of cattiness, and pettiness, and just like, no, not into that. So I, I learned to like distant myself i do have friends in my life who i can like talk to but not many um i just say being more social
0: Aww.
1: and understanding of other people and their flaws because <laughs> i got my own <laughs> just being understanding why they like that or why they do that to me because they're not they're sometimes people try to hurt you because they're really hurting inside and to understand why they're hurting or where is that coming from that you want to do that to me you know Mm-hmm.
0: I, I actually think it's good that you're um to yourself what you have your friends but you're close with your sisters because I feel the same way like I can be by myself and it's not a problem mm-hmm. and I just kind of mm-hmm. like it to me I get more things done and in a way um, I feel like now that I'm in my little creative creativity vibe I'm connecting with other creators like other published authors you know what I mean and I feel like you build a bond with people like this because it's like I see you you see like we see each other we want yeah to each other we see each other so I just feel like it's, it's good that you don't have too many friends I really don't have too many friends even unless you're on the same mm. type time as me like trying to progress trying to go forward not with the cattiness because in a way I feel like yeah it's just stopping me elementary. I could be writing a book I can be doing it's something ele- else.
1: <laughs> it's elementary. Right. <laughs> it's elementary. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't even entertain it anymore. I just feel like, oh. Yeah. And, and I feel like people, when you walk away from something, it's not like that you're mad or you angry or you want, you know, at a person. It's just that you 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 need that sense of peace, and you don't want to entertain anything that interrupt your peace. That's where I'm yeah. at in life. I don't want to entertain anything that's going to interrupt my peace. <laughs>
0: Thank you. yes yeah. seek peace and pursue it peace is very yeah. important because like you said it's I very feel like,
1: important
0: i don't know about you but if like your peace is disrupted then you can't create like i feel like i can't really write like that or i can't do the things that i need to do to progress myself if my peace is disrupted you know like as soon as my peace is gone i feel like i'm distracted and that's what we were just talking about in the beginning like your dad taught you keep your eye on a pride. <laughs> like, yes. everything that's a Stay distraction straight. is trying to take your peace, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, this is good. Okay. So, I yeah. hope that you overcome <laughs> your fears and start to be, uh, well, the thing, not a fear, but the thing you're working on is start becoming more social. And I feel like I could do the same as well.
1: Because mm. I be in my head a lot.
0: But I be in my head a lot, but yeah. <laughs>
1: And it's not even serious. Sometimes it's just like overthinking. Just you, just overthinking it. Just like nah, it's not even that
0: deep, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I'm an overthinker too. Mm-hmm. It could be a woman thing. I don't know. It might be a female <laughs> thing because guys don't. They don't
1: seem to have like they get a little, you know, arguments. They back friends. Females forever. Years when oh, not know. Yes. <laughs> you know, they mad for years.
0: <laughs> but you know what maybe that helps us helps us with our nurturing side, our mother side. You know what I mean? Our sister's yeah, side. Yeah, that is. Yeah. To overthink cuz like you can tell something. I bet you can pick up your sister could be like um you like what's wrong? She's like nothing, but you know like hmm I don't think nothing cuz like that's us to like analyze and you know pay Yeah.
1: So yeah, my sister does it to me all the time. She just knows when something ain't right. I'm just like, girl, uh-huh. how you know? See, yes. yeah. It's my baby sister. She just be like knowing everything. I'm like, girl, how you know? Oh, I just know. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is our
0: womanly thing going on. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had another question. We may have covered it, but um, in your book, Tiny Baby Steps, mm-hmm. you take the readers on a journey on teaching babies how to learn how to walk um, Mm -hmm. and take their first steps. What advice would you give to adults who are letting fear stop them from taking their first steps (laughs) to accomplishing a goal or dream or their purpose?
1: Um, I would just say the first step to any goal or dream, we're going to go back to um, writing it down. That's the first step. Um, Believing in that dream and going after it. Just first step you need to do, just write that vision down. Cause if you don't, you'll forget about it. You're not gonna remember that. It's no way. So much going on up in that brain, there's no way you can remember everything that you have and um that you want to achieve in life. There's no way you have to write that down. That's the first step. And then pursuing it, going after it, find connect um being available or finding connections to help you get to that. That goal or that dream or wherever you're trying to reach, I love that. mm-hmm. Being more open, being more social, definitely being communicating and socializing will definitely get you there. If you're so quiet, you're not going to reach nothing. Um, you have to become more social to um achieve anything. Um, and um being able to trust the people that's going to help you with your um you know, your dreams and your goals, having that uh support system, it's important too.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so if you're afraid, if you're feeling a little anxious about going after your dreams or your goals, remember what Anisha said, write it down because you will forget it because there's a bunch of stuff going on in the world. A bunch I of would- stuff. <laughs> Have a good support system and also speak up and talk and make new friends. That's a good, that's a good one. I did hear someone say networking. Yeah, networking.
1: That's the word networking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because all right, um, I'm pretty sure that you can relate to this. Like um to write my book, I was in like a writing class. And like, I remember some of the girls that was in the class asked like, oh, well, my family doesn't support my book or the people that know me, they're not supporting my book. And, um, you know, the instructor was like, you know, don't worry about that. You know, just keep writing, keep doing, keep pushing. And sometimes you have to realize the people that will support you, you may not even know them right now. You know what I mean? I but know. it's about Talking and meeting new people. You know, so that's how come I don't even get mad or you know, ask anybody to that I know to support me because like we just said, it may not be for them. I don't just cause you my friend or cause you know me don't mean that you guys support my stuff. Like I may not be called to you, but I may be called to the girl that's like in China that may hear this podcast one day. You know what I mean? Like, but if yeah. I'm just thinking about oh, the people that's in my circle, I'm missing out on one person or of other thousands of people that I don't even know yet. I'm just focused on my like one little circle. So that's why I feel like it is good to network and talk to other people and to get out your comfort zone and don't even worry about the people that don't support you because there is probably hundreds of millions of other people that be so that's just mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah all right um and like i said i know that this discussion was about mental awareness Mm -hmm. so um i will close out the podcast with this one in your own world in your own words can you describe mental health and why mental health awareness is important to you
1: so okay (laughs)
0: okay
1: So for me, mental health is, um, when you're not feeling your greatest, when you, uh, uh, don't your routine is interrupt you feeling down or, um, in your mind mentally, you can't, uh, connect what you need to do in life. Like you just giving up. Um, I'm just trying to brainstorm off what I think it really is. Um, we all had those times where, um, uh, go, we, I want to say everybody's depressed, but we go to depressed times in life, and um, we had to mentally pull ourselves out of it, um, that state of mind. Um, what was the other question you asked today?
0: Um, and why is mental health awareness important to you? Like, why is this your thing that you want? Oh, to it's answer?
1: important. It's, it's everything. Your, your mind um, is your um, heart the heart of life like if your mind is not straight then your life's not gonna be straight so you definitely have to um speak things into your life uh, speak um speak over your life um speak wellness over your mind um find books read listen um go to a church um find things that's going to mentally strengthen you wow that was that's important mm-hmm yeah, you have to find that relationship. Even with God, you know, find God, find something that's going to help your mind, keep you focused. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. I heard that and I don't know where I, who said it, but <laughs> your mind is a terrible thing to waste. So um, you always got to keep your mind going like exercising, uh, lots of things help your mind, you know, mentally the right foods can help your mind. Um, and I already talked about the spiritual side, believing in God, finding a church, all just a part of your mind, having the inner circle that's, that helps your mental. You need someone to talk to when you uh, feel like you're ready to give up or you can't make that next step or the next connection, you know, that's all that's important. That's all mental
0: health to me. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell. <laughs> no, that's that's perfect. And I I agree. Because I feel like your mental health is where it starts, you know? Definitely. You can have I speak
1: over myself because I know it's things and forces in life that um interfere with our mental health or put things in our mind that's not true. I speak against mm-hmm. it and I speak life over myself. I speak positive to my life you know
0: very very true you're right there's a bunch of mm-hmm. things out there that's trying to get us off our goals because you know they said yes. the enemy knows where you're going before you yes. do so, and i just really feel like that's what it all is like someone sees where you're going well you know the enemy's like mm. oh so she's gonna do this she won't set these people free she will to do this will to do that Uh-uh. i bet you she won't and try to throw all these darts your way to like get you off up track. And you're-
1: yes and once you free it's other people that's watching you that's going to be free when they see you free mm-hmm. and the enemy knows that
0: Yeah, that's why he fights you so hard because like you said like once you free it's going to free a bunch of other people up and he don't want mm-hmm. that he want everybody he want to be like underneath his like spell and authority you know what I mean not living in their purpose yeah. not doing what they should be doing like not working on themselves they just want you to yeah. be gossiping and <laughs> want you to be tearing down the next person, you know,
1: and a bunch of nonsense or and the things of ICE that I says to hurt, it's bad stuff out here that people are doing, you know, smoking their life away, drinking their life away. It's all mental. Mm-hmm. It's all mental because um, I find see most people when things are not going right in their life, they they drink, they smoke they do all kinds of stuff because they don't know God they don't have God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all probably
0: mental. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This was good. Well, was there anything, any closing remarks you wanted to lead us out on? Can you let the people know where they can find you? And again, where they can find your book and any other things that you're working on that you want to share with the people?
1: Um, yes, I have
0: a website,
1: www.anishadavis.com. Um, you can find everything Anisha. on there. <laughs> yeah, A N E S H A, Davis, D A V I S.com. You can find everything that's going on in my book, uh, my music, whatever you need to find is on that website. Um, but this book you can find on Barnes and Noble, <laughs> Barnes and Noble, um, Amazon, Better World Books. All the book platforms. And the one thing that I was really... Before we close, I could say that I was really sad about... I had a big book event at Barnes & Nobles, But then the coronavirus (laughs) impact came and it just shut down my whole... I was, you know, um, promoting and advertising for this event and was like, oh, am I going to get another chance, Barnes & Noble?
0: (laughs) Still waiting on that email, yeah. And if not... um... Invite us to your virtual book launch. Like, uh, we ain't going to oh, yeah. let the coronavirus stop it. Like, let me I know if you need help the with library, that. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh.
1: yeah, I had one at the library um, in Newark. But then there was a big one that was supposed to happen at Barnes & Noble. Wow.
0: Okay, that's okay. Because maybe the next yeah. one's
1: going to be a bigger one. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a bigger one.
0: Yes. So, I'm excited for you and everything that you have to come, your second book, your music, and more that God has in store for you. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Anisha Davis, and I would like to thank her for being our guest on The Sis It's Just Not God's Best for You. And wait, 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 let me say that again. (laughs) Sis, it's just not God's best for you. How to get unstuck and move past your fears with our guest, Anisha Davis. And again. Um, Just to recap, she shared with us that we need to write our vision down because if you don't write it, you will forget it. Also, faith cancels fear. So have faith. Go after Mm -hmm. what what it is that you want. Take action and speak life over yourself every day. So with that, thank you everyone for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And come join us again for episode, I want to say, bye. I think <laughs> next episode, episode five. <laughs> so thanks again for joining us, Anita. You're welcome. Right. You're welcome. All right. Bye. <laughs>